0: The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSradio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS.
1: All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. SoCo Roofing and Restoration. First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance.
0: And Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's All Sports
2: Talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk. A Thursday edition. Excuse me there. Allergies. In full bloom. Tree pollen's awful. Mother Nature not making her mind up. Anyway, we'll forge ahead. Let's see where we start. Well, let's start with some baseball today. A couple interesting stories out there. Um, Tampa Bay—they they beat—they defeated um, Boston nine to seven yesterday. They're now twelve and zero. If I'm not mistaken, about ten of those have been by four runs or more. They've just been totally dominant, you know. Actually, I'm not saying they're getting cushioned. I mean, it's so early, but you know, you get four or five game lead, and you avoid a disastrous streak. You're gonna be there for the hall. Of course, I think they'll be. From, I think they're gonna be there from the long haul anyway. They um uh, they got a fine team, obviously good pitching timely hitting all that good stuff but it's you know well what a tough division that is i mean baltimore so much better of course you know the yankees are there Um, toronto i mean really it's the red Sox who you know had some gray years they're just they're not very good uh minnesota twins off to a surprising start and, you know, at West, looks kind of wide open. You know, the Angels really need to do something this year, particularly uh, if the Angels want to keep Otani. You know, I mean, you got... Really, you got the two freaks of Major League Baseball on the same team. Mike Trout with his power and speed, and then, you know, Otani. But in the '90s, hitting for power, I mean, he's just a—he's a generational talent. We just—we don't see that. We just don't see it. So um, they need to do something this year. Another neat story: St. Louis Cardinals uh, rookie outfielder uh, Jordan Walker. Extended his hitting streak to 12 games yesterday with a ninth-inning single against Colorado. Uh, He tied Eddie Murphy for the longest streak to begin a career by a player age 20 or younger since 1900. So that's pretty it's pretty significant since 1900 the bro the bravos they got kyle wright back they didn't win but they've got him back um Freed should be soon michael harris i don't know haven't heard an update on him but you know if you look at the braves when their turnaround started last year is when they brought him up to the big leagues of course he eventually became rookie of the year um and i think it was no coincidence when they brought him up they started making their push because he hit they weren't expecting him to hit as well as he did he ends up being what about a close to 300 hitter if not 300 hitter you know and of course you had Strider there too they kind of split the um, rookie of the year and Strider was unbelievable but you know I think they got it right I I always go with the everyday player because he's he was so good he's so good with the glove just a ball player so just a few of the early notes early and i emphasize that in the major leagues the braves are nine and four but you know they got a little wake-up call from the padres who came in and took three out of four from them over last weekend bravos are off today Got Kansas City coming up, but baseball is interesting. I know I was reading somewhere where the, in, you know, the the parks have extended beer sales because the games are getting over significantly quicker. So people, pe- baseball wanted faster games. Me, I. I don't mind three-hour games. I don't mind a slugfest. I don't mind a two-hour game, you know, if it's a 1-0, 2-1 game. But, you know, some people um, just got out of hand, you know. Like Mike Hargrove, you know, was known as the human rain delay back in the day. You know, got to take the glove off after every pitch, put it back on, lollygag here lollygag there so you know i got no problem with that um the base the the bigger base is a unique dynamic um and stolen bases are up i mean you think and you know i think maybe you might see more doubles there's a lot of bang bang plays at second you know force plays going to be closer force plays I mean three inches doesn't sound like a lot but it is and so you know those are just some of the changes of course you know get the runner at second base to start the 10th inning if you go extra innings I'm I'm still not a fan of that I know they're protecting arms and, and all that Speaking of arms, MTSU's James Sales, uh, Conference USA Pitcher of the Week, Braves got some. Brady's the Blue Raiders got some great pitching last week up in Bowling Green, and Sales had a, I think, a two four-out saves and a five-out save back to back to back, and you know that that was surprising that he was able to bounce back. And, and you know, compete in all three of those games. Uh, I mean, that's why he got um, pitcher of the week. You just don't see that very often. Um, speaking of taxing on your arm, but evidently he was he was raring to go, ready to go. Told uh, Coach Myers he was ready to go, and um, went out and took care of business starts to get a lot tougher this week. Texas San Antonio comes to town uh, beginning tomorrow night um, they've been ranked at times this year uh, they're setting in the conference at nine and two so you know the team's middle is beat or two and 10. And Middle beat them twice. Western Kentucky's 2-10 and ten, and Middle's beat middles beat them five times. Um, and they also swept FIU, which is only 3-9. and nine. And they were sw- swept at Florida Atlantic. Although they could have at least won one of those games. Probably should have. But Texas San Antonio, they've been and they've kind of been a thorn in middle side. Of course, you would think a team from Texas would be pretty good. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of really good ball players. You know, you would think FIU and FAU would certainly be good every year. And you're gonna have a down year here and there, but but I remember one year. Um, FIU barely got in the tournament and won it they just got hot swinging the bat so that's the main objective that's your first objective is um, um get into the tournament you know last year was it last year middle um, got into the tournament and pulled an upset so Uh, it happens. All right. You listen to all sports talk. This portion brought to you by first bank where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's first bank. We'll take a break and be right back.
1: Cardinal Realty Solutions offers the knowledge and guidance that only a true realtor can bring. We even had multiple offers. Whether a new buyer or new seller, they take the time to go over the full process to prepare you for what to expect. And it got sold. Cardinal Realty Solutions, locally owned and operated by Melinda Lawson. Cardinal turned a dream into a reality. Call Cardinal at 615-422-7035. Online at cardinalrealtysolutions.com. It was big news when Oakland and Riverdale schools opened their doors. Now, 50 years later,
3: the first graduating classes are celebrating with a reunion the first weekend of June. If you are a friend or family of a 73 graduate, please be sure they are aware of this momentous event by informing them of our website to register.
2: Visit Oakland Riverdale Class 1973.com. Again, that's Oakland
3: Riverdale Class 1973.com. Absolute deadline is May 15th.
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna. And streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk.
2: All right. Um, didn't talk much about this so on um, yesterday. But um, the, the Titans have locked up jeffrey simmons for four years 93 million 66 guaranteed um that's a big signing you know he might be the best d lineman in football right now because of his age his power his ability Question now is of the draft. <laughs> Man, there's so much speculation going out there. Tennessee sitting at 11. They've had them. Different analysts have suggested they're going to move to the to get the third pick and um, draft a quarterback. Probably trade Tannehill or not see I, I'm just I'm leery of drafting a quarterback <clears throat> I mean you're, you're it appears you're two safest bets now you know if you were drafting one or two it might be different you know Bryce Young he's probably gonna go first and CJ Stroud second or, or vice versa uh, those seem like the two logical ones then you got Will Levis, you got Anthony Richardson. But that that this pick, whether it's the eleventh pick or the third pick, it's gotta be a slam dunk hit. They gotta have somebody that can come in and make a difference immediately. They may not be concerned about immediately, but I don't care. You, it doesn't matter. You gotta get a you gotta hit a home run. Uh, with your first um, overall pick. Um, and I just don't think I think both of those have got red flags I mean Levis not very accurate now granted not a lot of weapons not a very good offensive line you know Kentucky had a good offensive line a couple years ago but certainly not near as good uh, Richardson he's 20 years old now his athleticism his arm strength. I mean, it's its all there. You know, they did that this year and it didn't work. So, I mean, aren't they better served getting a tackle? I know that's not a sexy pick. But they've got to, you know, they've got to address that line. And, you know, who knows what else happens <clears throat> before the draft. It's in two weeks, by the way. 27th, so um, don't know. Um, But I'd be Larry of picking, you know, Levis or uh, Richardson. And, you know, and really, even if you draft Hendon Hooker, he's not going to really be much of a factor. Highly intelligent quarterback. I mean, he. I'm not saying he couldn't pick up the offense. I just don't think his knee will be quite ready uh, to go through a full season and go through camps and things like that. So, uh, former Blue Raider wide receiver Richie James, kind of had a real a breakout year last last year. Had 57 catches for almost 600 yards and four touchdowns with the Giants. Um, he has a new deal. Sarverius um, uh, Ward, who um, we actually had had him on the show back when the Chiefs won their first um, Super Bowl. He has since moved on to the 49ers as well. He got a three-year deal worth about $42 million. Uh His little girl uh, recently just recently had um heart surgery she was a preemie uh baby and apparently the surgery went well and certainly thoughts some prayers for his family um that's scary stuff and you know it's very scary stuff when you start talking about the heart at such a young age but uh By all accounts, things went pretty well. And um, he um, posted on Instagram, I think, that uh, surgery went well and she's headed for a full recovery. So we certainly hope so. Okay, moving on to high schools. Tonight, uh, you can hear Siegel and Rockwell softball at 630 right here on wgns with john dinkins and brian barrett um Siegel, you know um still kind of learning about them they um had a nice win yesterday they beat coffee county two to nothing so um that's uh that's an impressive win um Eagleville. Eagleville the other day lost two to one to um, Huntland, who's got an outstanding pitcher as well. You got a feeling those teams will be uh, facing off again several times before it's all said and done. Um, another softball tonight. You've got Moore County at Eagleville, and um, Riverdale is at Blackman. Um, baseball. It was a night of good pitching. Um, Blackman 2, Oakland 1. Siegel 2, Riverdale 1 in nine innings. Scored on a wild pitch. Siegel only had two hits in the game. Eagle 2, Summertown 1. Tonight, uh, Blackman's at Oakland. And Siegel is at Riverdale. So, you know, we get back to the end of 1st of May, which, you know, it's not that far away. You know, this is a little shorter month. Uh, the district tournaments begin. And they'll then obviously the region and the section will lead us right up to spring playing, uh, the last full week of May. I think it's the uh, 23rd through the 26th is, is when the bulk of the action is. Um, so, spring fling, not that far away. And with it, typically um, becomes better weather. I know we've had some rain. We had some rain last year that kind of set some things back a little bit. But as a um, matter of fact, the softball and uh, baseball championships uh, were settled on Sunday. That's when Eagleville won their uh, first uh, state championship. Hadn't won one since they joined the TSSAA in 1919 with a span of a few hours. The softball and baseball team both did so. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back and... Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report.
1: I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujicicki from News Radio WGNS with a reminder that you can download the Weatherology app on your phone for the forecast at your fingertips. We can even send weather bulletins to your cell phone. Download the Weatherology app today. It's free in the
4: App Store good afternoon. Actually, here in the last few minutes it's really just started to get heavy there on 24 across that Sullivan Evans Bridge. Yeah, it's still slow out there in Wilson County. I still see that slow down 40 east Drive right where it connects with 840 just outside of Lebanon. It's a steady flow of traffic right now headed out through West Nashville, Bellevue uh, as you continue out towards Kingston Springs into Dixon County. Just lots of radar out through there again this afternoon. Princess Hot Chicken is catering. If you haven't been to both of their locations lately or either one of them, check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I- I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
0: If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing.
4: Disgruntled workers' day.
0: At this moment, <laughs> I'm a disgruntled worker. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders.
1: It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lam and Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance?
0: You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
3: Hot, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Middle
0: Tennessee play up, match cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics.
3: I'm Chip Walters. Here the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee
0: wins. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue in the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.
2: Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up today?
3: Well, good afternoon, everybody. Let's start with Blue Raider golf. Michael Bernard's tee shot on the 18th hole ended up in the bunker. An iron to the middle of the green and a long putt gave him an eagle to close the Mason Rudolph Championships with a third-round score of three under par 68. The junior from Hendersonville finished the event in eighth place at five under par 208 as middle place 10th with the 54-hole score of 15 over par 867 on the par 71 south course at the Vanderbilt Legends Club. After going one over on the front nine, Bernard turned it on for the back nine, carding three birdies before his eagle punctuated his lowest three-round score of the year and second under-par tournament in his last three outings. His 54-hole uh, total of 208 tied his career low. Also, Marcus Vargin carted an even par 71 on Wednesday. Gavin Clements recorded his lowest total score since the first week of October at plus 7-220. And Owen Stamper tied for 68th at plus-12, 225 after recording a plus-374 on Wednesday while Kevin Jeggers rounded out the lineup in 81st place at plus-17 to 30. All right, uh, let's turn uh, next to uh, women's golf. Middle Tennessee uh, starts its postseason run at the Conference USA Championships at PGA National in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. They are finishing up round one today. The Blue Raiders are looking for their 18th top five finish in their last 19 conference tournaments, dating back to the 03-04 season. Middle is a combined two and six in head-to-head competition against Conference USA opponents this season. The Blue Raiders will see Florida Atlantic and FIU for the first time this year at the conference tournament. The forecast does call for a possibility of thunderstorms each day for the event. Last night, softball on the road in Clarksville, knocking off Austin P 6 to 2 at Kathy Maynard Park thanks to two home runs by Laura Miller. With the win, Middle goes to 25 and 13 overall, 5 and 6 in Conference USA play while Austin P drops to 20 and 14. They are 8 and 4 in uh, the Ohio Valley Conference. And uh, the next up for Middle, the uh, Lady Raiders will host Western Kentucky uh starting at 6 o'clock on Friday. This week's games will be live-streamed on... CUSA.tv, while Saturday's game is on ESPN Plus. Live stats for the weekend can be found on the schedule page of GoBlueRaders.com. Middle is 5-6 in conference play, ranked sixth in the standings. The Blue Raiders lead Conference USA in team batting average at 302 for the year, while Laura Miller leads Conference USA in batting average hitting 435. Also she leads the conference in on base percentage, runs scored, hits and and RBIs with 39. The Lady Toppers lead the all-time series 46-31 after sweeping last season's series in Bowling Green. Baseball, travel day today. They were delayed getting out of Nashville, heading down to San Antonio, but it will be number one in the standings, UTSA hosting number three in Conference USA. That would be Middle Tennessee. Dick Palmer is on site and will have all the action for you from the Alamo City this weekend. Also, men's tennis hosts Tennessee Tech and UT Southern on Friday and will travel to Louisville On Sunday, the match is on Friday, tomorrow at uh, Adams Tennis Complex, one o'clock and five o'clock. All right, that's it for this Thursday. We'll have another update tomorrow, right here on the Big G, WGNS.
2: All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Whether you
1: need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Halls Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Halls Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at HallsAutoCare.net. Halls Auto Care.
3: Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone.
2: Welcome back into All Sports Talk. We're going to talk some high school football, specifically Blackman football, with um, their new coach, Matt Kreisky, uh, recently named the head coach of the Blaze. Coach, I got my first part right. At least I got your name right the first time.
5: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I really <laughs> appreciate it. that <Glad laughs> you have me on today.
2: Uh, you know, I was, <laughs> I was looking today as I was coming into the station and looked over at one of the gas stations which is normally cheap gas, it was three fifty five a gallon. I said, Well, I'm sure Coach Kreisky's gonna uh if anything, he's you live near Blackman already, so he's <laughs> gonna save a little bit in that gas tank.
5: Yes, sir. It's <laughs> since I've been here, I've been here a little bit over a month now, and so I was telling my wife uh about a week ago about how I'm having to fill up less and less now. So that's been a Huge advantage for myself. Now I just need to get her over here teaching uh, at the middle school, and then we'll be we'll be saving a lot of money. There you go.
2: Um, well, I guess we'll start out. What's what's the challenge coming in as a first year coach, uh, regardless of the program, regardless of the league you're in? Is it just learning that personnel? And a kind of a second question onto that when you come in do you, is it like a everybody's even going out day one
5: um well you know it's you know this is this is my second time doing it so and i feel like i'm a little bit better uh this time around than i was the, the first time i had this transition Um uh, but it, it is tough one day you know coming in as late as we are in, in, in march um getting the kids to um you know, adjust to us and, and and how we're doing things. Um, right now, it's just me and another coach that came with me from Centennial. Um, so it's just two of us. So, you know, we're kind of understaffed at the moment, but it it is what it is. Um, you know, so that that's an adjustment. Uh, not having all the guys in the building that's going to be in the fall here already. Um, so then, then when we start spring ball, that'll be another kind of transition for the kids, for them to get used to all the other assistant coaches that are, that are going to be here, um, so that's that's one challenge. Um, but um, just just being able to get here is, is a huge advantage already, um, and and get the kids to learn my style, and Coach Crosby's style, and in the white room, so that that's really helped. Um, but then you know I've been in in the Williamson County League for for seven years, and now coming over, you know, just learning the personnel of, of every of every team in this league and and how things. Are done, um, you know. It's a little different, so that's that's also part of the transition.
2: Um, I was going to mention that. I mean, you know, both Rutherford County and uh, Williamson County mirror each other in a lot of ways. I, I know one year there was like four of you guys tied with one loss in the standings. So you know, every Friday night, there's there's not many gimmies on that schedule. <laughs>
5: No no sir it's a you know it's a tough league top to bottom um you know there's in that league there's you know and just like this league you know you've always see somebody in in the region who's represented in the state championship game so um they're two two really tough leagues and and well thought of in, in this area um you know and and I think the the style of play um is a little different um from Williamson to here um but, you know, being, being, start my career in, in Rutherford County, you know, I'm familiar with it. And also being able to, uh, you know, I've worked with my brother over at Riverdale from, since every year when I was at Centennial. So uh, just to always try to stay familiar with this league and, and just kind of keep up with it.
2: Yeah, I going to mention that uh, you, you're, you're accustomed to playing your brother, of course, Will, at. Over at Riverdale, y'all played each other uh, a few times, Um, and so I mean that's that's nothing going to be nothing new. It's kind of a different dynamic in though that it's Riverdale and Blackman. They're such big rivals.
5: Yes, um, you know that'll add to it. Um, You know we we scrimmage each other every year. Uh, We played each other two years. uh, His first two years at, at. Riverdale um so we played each other and then ever since then we just ended up scrimmaging you know so there's there wasn't much on the line uh you know for the scrimmages as there will be now this would only be a rivalry game uh region game so it will will have a huge impact um you know uh on on both teams um but you know it's it's gonna be fun um you know I I knew, knew that coming in um you know, but he—he's one of the reasons. You know, after I was received a phone call about this job, and you know, he's the first one I you know called and talked to about it, and he, he spoke highly of this school, this community. Um, so you know, he's the one that kind of you know taught me into really, really coming after this position.
2: Yeah, this this program has been very good over the years. Of late, though, and the the coaching turnover has been pretty heavy um are you hoping to stabilize that some
5: oh yes sir i just you know i, I plan to be here as, as long as they'll let me um and you know it, it, and i i guess i didn't realize that until going through the interview process and and then also uh talking to these seniors this, these senior class that we'll have next year this will be you know I, i'm their third head coach um you know and that's that's tough for for any program especially program and in and this school um you know bu- building stability is huge um, so the guys I'm, I'm bringing in you know you know when part of my interview process with when talking to these guys when interviewing them you know i ask me you know this is i don't need you here for just a year you know we i need you here three to five years or even more you know so we can build something here in in this community uh this community wants it um um, these kids want it. Uh, somebody here, here, long term, and and when you see that effect, you know it just it builds and it, and it helps the program grow when you have somebody, you know, the stability there.
2: We're joined today by Matt Kreisky. He's the new head football coach at Blackman High School. We'll take a quick break and be right back.
0: If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing.
3: I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing.
0: Thank you. Speaking of
4: tipping our cat, yeah. tip our cap to
0: her. The wake-up <laughs> <That's> brew.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop.
4: Good afternoon. Actually, here in the last few minutes, it's really just started to get heavy there on 24 across that Sullivan Evans Bridge. Still slow out there in Wilson County. I still see that slowdown 40 east right where it connects with 840 just outside of Leviton. It's a steady flow of traffic right now headed out through West Nashville, Bellevue. uh, As you continue out towards Kingston Springs into Dixon County, just lots of radar out through there again this afternoon. Princess Hot Chicken is catering. If you haven't been to both of their locations lately or either one of them, check them out online at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck, with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at yeah.
1: Sir Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry-out and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you.
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to
2: All Sports Talk. This show, this portion of the show, brought to you by First Bank, locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Matt Kreisky, the head football coach at Blackman High School joins us. Coach, you mentioned earlier that um the the I guess it was the style of play you might have been referring to is a little different in this region versus the William the Williamson County. What are some of the differences?
5: Well I'd say you know, I don't want to say more physical, but I say this league is more ground and pound um um than than, the, than in Williamson County. You know, I think, you know, we're our style of play is, you know, a little bit offense is a little bit, you know, uh up tempo. Um, I know. I know this Blackman, you know, did that the, the previous two years. But I see for the most part, um, you know, Brotherford County League is, is is known for being a, a, a tough and, and physical league. Um, you know, throughout the state. Um, and so I think those, you know, styles and philosophies of, of these coaches is a little bit different. Um, you know, I think in in Wims County. <clears throat> don't have as, as many as as big and the physical guys year in and year out as, as they do uh in, in Rutherford County.
2: You mentioned um when you talk about styles of play, what is your style?
5: My style of play, you know, I would I would say my style of play fits more um here in this league. Um, you know, we're gonna be I would not say predominantly heavy run team, but um, we'll do more than what they've done uh, previous two years. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll look like we're spread. Um, you know, kind of a little up tempo, but we're not going to be, you know, going really fast all the time. Uh, we'll, we'll mix it up um, offensively. Uh, that's what we'll do. Um, and then, you know, defensively, we'll, we'll be multiple from a three man front to four man front. Um, we'll also give a two. Two high look and one high look. Um, you know, and I say my my style of play. You know, I'm just I'm being around my dad. Um, like I like to see physical football. Um, that's defense guys run the football. Um, you know, offensively, um, guys doing a job doing those two. Uh, not trying to be fancy, just, just doing doing job.
2: Hey, coach, we lost you, but I think we got you back.
5: Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I guess I'm, I'm in the building.
2: All righty. Um, well, you you were just you were talking about what you were going to do defensively, and you know that that sort of thing. Uh, with that in mind, where are you numbers wise, and t- do you know how many starters you got back and things like that?
5: Uh, yes. Well, I think you know, offensive line wise, they use they lose the majority of their, uh We lost more majority of our offensive line, so we have to replace that uh, quarterback. Replace a quarterback, Um, then also, um, you know, some of the skill positions. uh, You know, offensively, you know, we're pretty much replacing a lot of guys on on that side of the ball. Um, Defensively, we have a lot coming back. Um, I, you know, we should should return six to eight guys defensively. Um, But, but again, that all depends. You know, like you said earlier, um, it's a clean slate. You know, they they've got to earn their spot to, to this new coaching staff. So we're um, watching and observing guys each day during our uh, workouts, and um, you know we got spring ball starting on May first. So then we'll we'll really kind of start setting that depth chart. Um, you know, once we get through the first week of spring ball,
2: what do y'all get about ten
5: days? Yes, sir. We'll get ten days. We're going scrimmage uh, beach uh, second week at um, May twelfth. May at, at
2: oh, the old cell phone issues. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you back. <laughs>
5: I'm sorry. It's it's in the school building. It goes in and out. I apologize. That's all right.
2: Um You're going to schedule. You're going to scrimmage beach. You said.
5: Yes, sir. Uh, May twelfth, we scrimmage them at their place. Okay.
2: Is that all you do? Is one scrimmage in the spring?
5: Yes, sir. One scrimmage in the spring is allowed now, and then we'll do a little inner squad the uh, third week to finish up.
2: Um, obviously a Big Ten days for you guys.
5: It's just huge, you know. I'll have the entire staff here. These guys will be traveling. Uh, I got, you know, a couple a uh, couple more guys that are in Williamson County coming over. Um, another guy, you know, coaching in, in a private school in the Nashville area. So we'll, you know, guys coming from everywhere. But but it'll be the first time that we'll all really be together with with the kids. So it's going to be huge, not only for the kids but for the staff too. I
2: don't know how much you you've um I'm sure you've talked to will about this oakland's had a stranglehold on this region for quite a while what you know what's the key in in trying to uh, knock them off their perch so to speak
5: yeah you know you know you really the first thing we got to do is take care of ourselves um you know and you know get better each each and every week um and and, and then we got to be able to put ourselves in position where not only uh compete with them but also be able to uh you know beat them um this this year and in, in, in the future, you know it's it's going to be tough. Coach Christie does an outstanding job um, at at Oakland, um, so you know it's it's it'll be a it'll be a tough task at hand. But I know these kids uh, will be up for the challenge um, when that when that comes. The um, what is
2: your um is your non conference schedule? Has it already been done, or are you still in the process of trying to fill games?
5: Yes, sir, it, it's done. Um, it was done before I got here. Um, got Stewart's Creek, uh, Ravenwood, Brentwood, Summit, and then a school out of Memphis called Pura Academy. Those were the five non-region games.
2: Well, yeah. Um, nothing very easy about that either, is there?
5: <laughs> N- no, sir. Um, you know, it's a, it's a tough schedule, um, and it'll get us ready for region play. Um, you know, it's going to be a challenge week in and week out. There's not going to be a week off. Um, but, you know, as part of being playing at Blackman, part of coaching at Blackman, it is, it's going to be a challenge, you know. And um, it's better to have those to, to get better and, and see your weaknesses, weaknesses week in and week out and what you need to pr- improve on uh, to get you better and get you ready for the region competition.
2: And, you know, and most of the teams in this region, they do have a hard time getting games, and they do typically play teams that were in the playoffs the, the previous year.
5: Yes, sir. Um, you know, it's you know, when you know when you're coaching for Rutherford County that whenever every two years when the scheduling cycle comes up it's it's tough, um, because you know, people people do not want to play people, teams in Rutherford County. Um, so you end up, you know, scheduling having a tough schedule. Um, so there you know, you know that going in the week in and week out it's gonna be a challenge. There's not gonna be any any easy weeks or where weeks that, you know, you kinda feel that you you can just show up and then win. That that doesn't happen around here.
2: Now, during during spring practice, is there like an acclamation period in that, like there is in the summer?
5: Yes, sir. The first two days are helmets, um, and then you're able to go uh, the next two days um, in full full contact. Um, and then <clears throat> can I go three days in a row doing contact? Mm-hmm.
2: And what about in the summer?
5: Uh, in the month of June, you you can go helmets, and then in July, when you come back from the dead period. You know, you go helmets, and then uh, um, the third week you go helmets and shoulder pads, and then <clears throat> then that fi- final week uh, before you scrimmage, you can go three days of full gear.
2: You know, it's it's weird how quickly that summer goes by. You know, of course, I'm from the dinosaur era. Um, you know, we didn't even start school after Labor Day. So, uh, I mean, you get out there, you get – like you said, you you get that month of June. I know they get a couple weeks off or a, a dead period, but boy, that summer flies by, and, you know. And this this that's the time where um, players make themselves players.
5: You know, really, there's, these kids really don't get a, a summer break anymore. Um, we'll, we get two uh, two days where we get to do seven on sevens um, in June, so we're going to go to the Ravenwood. Uh, the second weekend weekend in june we we'll go to that one it's a little kind of round robin you'll you'll play and then after lunch you'll do a little tournament um and then we'll also right before the dead period that tuesday we're going to go against uh independence and uh nolensville so we'll, we'll get some work um the month of june is going to be huge for us this year too since, since since we're new uh so we'll go four days a week uh monday through thursday during june and and finish installing and, and getting in and and you know the, the entire staff will be here then, so that'll be huge uh, for us to uh, get them to, to know all the kids and and their positions and the depth and and what we need to really hone in and, and work on in, in the summer. Um, then getting back from from the dead period, well, you know you hit the ground running in your dead period. It's it's full go. All
2: right, coach. Well, congrats on the uh, the job. Glad you're here in the borough, and uh, good luck to your. Uh... Ventures with the bra- with the praise, with the blaze, especially the the you know this these first few weeks that uh, you'll actually get to evaluate your team. So we wish you the best of luck.
5: Thank you. I appreciate you having me on today. That's
2: Matt Kreisky. He's the head coach at Riverdale High School. That'll do it for today's show. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you next time.